Hi there and welcome to Global Heart Church. Uh, I'm Jared Keane, the senior pastor, and wherever you are tuning in from around the world today, really, really hope and pray that in our planning of this message that it's going to really inspire you for the great journey that you are on and uh, for the great calling that you have in your own life. So enjoy the message and really pray that it's a blessing to you today. How would you, de- give one word, how would you describe your day? One, one awesome, awesome. Could have been a bit more creative than that, but that's great. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. My, uh, I had a great day as well. And then I rang my wife, who was itching to speak to me, uh, but I was speaking to a bunch of pastors this morning, so she didn't want to talk to me before that. But her day, her day, it started out with, we had a lot of rain in Sydney. Started out with uh, a, a leak in the, in the window on the brand new carpet. Then we are preparing our house for sale. So we're getting some new bathrooms in and they had the waterproofers. Well, the first round of waterproofers, they, they, they put a, a, a wooden sort of blockage over the door so the kids, our grandkids and the dog couldn't get in. Ah, they forgot it this time, didn't they? So they just left after doing the second round of waterproofing with kind of a black icky stuff on the bottom that they'll put the tiles on and the dog thought he would go in and just investigate. So the dog walks in, like half gets stuck to the floor, then he decides this is no fun, so then he starts to walk through the tiled area up around on the carpet and, and, so, and then my wife checked the, the boot of our, of our little V-dub and it had about... 10 centimeters of water in it. So, so if my wife were describing her day, it might be PG or MA15. I want to talk to you tonight about one word that really aptly des- describes the ministry of Jesus. And I want you to come with me to Mark chapter 7. Mark Chapter 7, how are you doing, all right? Going good? That was, that was fantastic, worship team. I feel like just like shadow boxing or something like this here. Like a tiger. <laughs> you know, language is a funny thing. If I, I've spent a fair bit of time, like several months a, a year until COVID in the U.S., and they, they kind of don't get us. Like some, some, some parts of America, and if you're American, please don't be offended. I've got lots of great friends in America. Um, if you are, are offended, it's your fault. And, uh, but <laughs> stop being so sensitive. Uh, but, but, but if we say certain words in America, it kind of doesn't work, right? If I said, you know, uh, the fellas and I in Australia, we, we're into thongs. We wear thongs to the beach. It's not going to work in America. Not going to work. Not going to work. There's, 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 there's power in words. Like if I had have said to them that I had water in the trunk, sorry, in the boot of my car, they would sort of think that I had water in my shoes. They call it the trunk. So, so words actually matter. They mean, they mean something. They, they, they actually, certain words are intimate words. Certain words are general words. Uh, French has the word for you, which is a general one, vous, vous. But if you want to get a little bit up close and personal, cookie, cookie, you go two. They're different words. We kind of have the same word for you. And maybe it's in the intonation of how it's said. In Mark chapter 7, 
and verse 32. It says, There's some people brought to him, Jesus, a man who was deaf and who could hardly talk. Some versions say he was mute. He literally couldn't talk. And they begged Jesus to place his hand on him. Well, we'll see that Jesus did more than place his hand on him. He said he took him aside, away from the crowd. Jesus put his fingers in the man's ear and he spat, obviously not COVID, and touched the man's tongue. He looked up to here, sorry, looked up to heaven with a deep sigh and said to him, Ephaphra, which means be opened. At this, the man's ears were opened, his tongue was loosed, and he began to speak plainly. Ifatha. It's kind of like, sounds like something out of The Lion King, doesn't it? Everyone say, Ifatha. That's a silly word, but Ifatha. It's actually, it's actually the Aramaic. So that's actually the words that, the word that Jesus would have said. So most of the New Testament, you'd, you'd be aware, it doesn't, it's not in Australian uh, originally. It was actually in Greek. The Old Testament's written in Hebrew. But every now and then, J- Jesus, or sorry, the authors will throw in an Aramaic word, which is probably exactly the word Jesus would have used. Uh, one example of that, in the Passion, uh, so the Easter week, was, was the word Abba. Abba, not a, not a singing group from the 70s or 80s. Abba means, means Papa God or Father. So, so, so when, when, when the, the author of the, of the gospel chose to use the word that Jesus actually used, there's a whole lot of speculation as to why that's the case. But probably it's to gain a real sense of intimacy of that moment. So, so it doesn't just say, and Jesus said, uh, Father God. Jesus said, Abba, Abba Father. So there's a sense, ooh. And, and, and when Jesus was on the cross, man, I love Easter. I love Easter. I've taken this year to, to do communion, have communion every day. Not, not with the whole, just by myself. And I tell you, I've had just some powerful moments. I, I want to speak over you. Last Easter, I don't know, you were locked down like everyone else. Last, this, this, I feel like this Easter is kind of like a, a coiled spring. And, and God is wanting to launch something very, very powerful in you and through you this Easter. Can I, can I throw the gauntlet of challenge down that, that every single one of you over the next several days will get busy and, and cause traffic and, 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 and space problems for Good Friday. Can I really encourage you, three services on Sunday, that you really, and please, some of you turned off already, there is no greater opportunity for your friends and family to come to church and come under the sound of a powerful gospel message than at Easter 2021. And so, and so, yeah, I really, I really believe it. And so, and so Jesus cried out from the cross, Eli, Eloi, lama sabachthani. You see it in, in the Aramaic. That's the kind of words, probably nothing like the way he pronounced it. That's the Australian version. Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. 
But it means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of you tonight feel like you've been forsaken by God. I have a prophetic word for you. Not a pathetic word, a prophetic word. In other words, a word from the heart of God to you right now. God will never forsake you. God will never turn his back on you. You are never too far gone. You have never been backslidden too many times for God to stop loving you. You say, well, how do you know? How can you say that? Because Jesus, God turned his back on his son in order for his son to take all of your junk on that cross so that he would never turn his back on you. So tonight, as I said, you're in the right place. It's no accident you're here. It might have felt like, yeah, okay, I finally come to church. God has got a, an amazing plan for you this evening. And another word that Jesus used in the Aramaic, little girl, and she was dead. Mother was obviously beside herself. And uh, Jesus put all, the, all of those that were mourning and carrying on out of the room, just the parents stayed in the room. And, uh, and he, he bent over this little girl and he said, Talitha kum, which means little girl arise. And the little girl's right. Oh, man, that was a good day for mom right there. Good day for mom. And then we see this word here, ifafa. Everyone say ifafa. Bless you. And, and, and it's, it's an interesting thing. Jesus is not with the churches right now. All right? Now, Jesus had been with the Jews. And again, if you go with me on the poetic license here just for a minute, it's like he spent a whole bunch of time with those that were all, already had a heritage and a history. They were kind of believing in varying degrees, but they were Jews. So again, if you want to bring it into the contemporary vernacular, he spent a whole bunch of time with the churches. But in this particular case, the Bible says, and you can read it yourself just to check if I'm telling the truth, that, that, he, that he rocked over the border to a place called the Decapolis, 10 cities, Deca, Apollos, you'd have got it. So, but they were non-Jewish cities. So, so Jesus ab absolutely loved being amongst those that were not churches. And, and, and so while was, part of that, frankly, was that he gained a bit of a reputation and he couldn't go anywhere without get attracting a crowd. He had celebrity before Instagram was even happening. And so, and so he wanted to invest in his closest mates, in his, in, in his, the Bible calls them disciples. These are the dudes that are going to carry the weight of the future church even after he's gone. And, uh, and, so, and so he crossed over the border hoping that he'd get a bit of privacy with them. And uh, obviously word spread quickly and they brought this poor guy along who couldn't hear and couldn't speak. And they, and they put it, brought him to Jesus and said, can you just lay hands on him? Just lay hands on him. And Jesus, now, I don't know whether you remember, Jesus had some very odd methods to heal. Remember the blind guy? The blind guy? And, uh, and, and Jesus, like he could have just said, eyes be opened. But he thought, no, that would be way too easy. And so he spat on the ground, made some mud and slapped it in the guy's eyes. The guy doesn't know what's happening. He can just hear. First thing the guy knows is... <laughs> like, seriously, like, legit, he, he, he hears this. The guy's, the, guy's, the guy's blind, and he hears... 
And then there's a delay. And then the next thing he feels is... <laughs> Jesus had some odd methods. This dude can see. So, so he didn't have to just rely on his he- hearing. He, he actually, Jesus comes up and rather than just lay hands on him, sticks two fingers in his ears. That's what it says. That's what it says. It's like, wow, that's odd. You know, let's stick your finger in your ear and go tingling-a-loo. Like he just stuck his fingers in his ear. And then, and then, and then he, he, Jesus enjoyed spitting a bit. And so he spits and puts the spit on the guy's tongue. I'm, re- I'm, t- I'm not making this up. Jesus was a wild dude. He was hardly a religious like, oh, man. He's like. <laughs> what I love about this is that there's, there's, it's happening on a couple of levels. There's something happening on a couple of levels here. Obviously, the guy needs to be able to talk and hear. So that's what's happening. On God, Jesus is really interested in the practical limitations of your life. So right now, someone here, and you don't know where you're going to get the rent. Jesus has got it for you. He, he's, 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 he's onto that. Someone here, and you're arguing like cat and dog with your, with your, your partner, with your, with your husband or wife. And, and it's, 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 it's driving you nutso. And Jesus has got that. Others here, and the voices in your head are excruciating. Jesus, Jesus really, really, really feels that. This is not like, oh, whatever, get over it. No, 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 no. His heart is full of compassion for you. And so he comes, you're here tonight, and he's almost itching to, to would you give him a chance? Would you open, would you, would you, ifatha, your heart? You see, on another level, here's what happens. Jesus sees the guy, but he, then he groans in his spirit. He's like, oh. I don't know whether that was the actual sound. Like I wasn't there, but it, it, it could have been. Could, oh, you know, you got that sense of like, oh. And then he looks up to heaven. Now think about this. He says, ifafa to a deaf guy. Ifafa. You see, Jesus wasn't speaking ifafa to the deaf guy because the deaf guy couldn't hear. Jesus was, Jesus was not expecting the deaf guy to all of a sudden go and pop his ears open. You're right there. You're right then. Jesus was not saying ifafa to the man that was deaf so that the guy would go, oh, now's my cue. Blah, 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 I'll start to talk. Jesus groaned, ah, looked to his father in heaven and said, ifafa, be open. He, he, he looks over you right now, and he doesn't say, will you be open? Would you open your heart? 
just do something. He says, he fa over your life. He fa over your heart. He fa over your future. He fa over your marriage, over your destiny, over your dreams, over your kids, over generations, over your business, over your job. You see, Jesus, as much as opening the dude's ears and getting his tongue wagging so he could talk properly, was talking about some much greater openness. Jesus is almost saying to his heavenly father, Ifafa, open heaven. Open heaven. I, uh, speaking of VWs that had... 10 centimeters of water in the, in, the, in, the, in the boot. After we got the seals fixed from VW last week. I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm all right. Like when you fix the seals, you think you'd fix the seals, right? Anyway, I, I, I digress. I digress. I was driving another VW many years ago, just before we met, about 38 years ago. And I was drunk, blind drunk. I'm sharing that as a testimony, not as a recommendation. <laughs> Just to be clear. Just to be clear. I was driving way too fast. Thank God I was the only one in the car. I was going from one bar to another at who knows what time in the morning. Flipped the car outside of Long Bay Jail, which was our major jail back then. It's probably pretty appropriate at the time, actually. (laughs) The thing ended up on its roof, ended up the shape but not the value of a Maserati. And uh, (laughs) I should have been wiped off the planet. I had a little scratch on my back. A couple of dudes came along and dragged me out of the car. I was upside down in my seatbelt. You know, when stuff happens like that, you really are confronted with the reality that there's an opening between earth and heaven. In fact, we walk through our lives with our noses pressed up against the very thin membrane called called forever. (laughs) One tear in that membrane and we're catapulted to be with or without Jesus for eternity. That's the reality. If if I had one word and only one word, Izzy's would Ziggy. His name's Izzy, but I like to call him Ziggy. <laughs> Ziggy Top. Izzy's word for the day, not all that creative, but it, mean, it means something to him, was awesome. Awesome. If you had one word to describe the ministry of Jesus, it could easily be ifafa. Ifafa. Because Jesus is into opening up stuff. I love, what, I love what Paul writes to, to the Corinthians in, in the message version, which is kind of a, a cool to contemporary version. It, it says in 2 Corinthians 6 verse 11, it says, Dear, dear Corinthians, I can't tell you how much I long for you to enter this wide, open, spacious life. Get this. We didn't fence you in. The smallness you feel comes from within you. Your lives aren't small, but you're living them in a small way. 
I'm asking, I'm saying this as, as lovingly and affectionately as I possibly can. Open up your lives Live openly and expansively. That's the heart of Ifafa over your life. That's the heart of Jesus over your <laughs> life. Our, uh, my, my brother-in-law, Jim. Can I have the singers and musos up? <clears throat> I'd like to sing this last little bit. I won't then, I won't. You hurt me. <laughs> give me a C. Thanks. Not going to do anything with it, but just give me a C. Thanks. So my brother-in-law, Valerie's brother, got cancer, brain cancer. And uh, he, he didn't do great. In fact, he was an articulate man. He was, a, he was, a, he was an editor. He edited Valerie's book. Uh, he was a master's of English. It was a wordsmith, right? And one of the first things it did was got into his speech center and he couldn't speak. He would try and speak and he would go, <laughs> couldn't speak. Sometimes he'd come down and I'd say, morning. And he'd go, Morf. he'd just get so frustrated. And one day I said, I said, Jim, can you still pray in the spirit? And he went, yeah. I said, well, come on. Again, I would normally do this. I think I may have done it years and years ago here. But, but I, I, it, it communicates something very powerfully. And then he starts to pray in a language other than English. Like the Bible calls it in tongues. And like the guy goes off like a rocket. He cannot put two words together in English. But there's something opened over his life that's very powerful beyond what he, the language that he studied and got a master's in at, at, at college and university. I remember one day I caught him in the morning. He was staying at our home at the time and, uh, and he was out in the, in the front back veranda. And, uh, and he didn't know I was there and he, he, was, he didn't sleep a whole lot. And, uh, and he's, he's, he's praying in the spirit just by himself, him and Jesus. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden he goes, <laughs> starts belly laughing. The dude is about two weeks off going to be with Jesus, but I just reckon he got so close and so intimate that the Holy Spirit said, hey, here's a bucket of joy, sunshine. You see, you see, heaven is real. Heaven is real. There's an open heaven over your life even right now. Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, wants to open up your life. He wants to open up your dreams. He wants to open up your future. And He wants to open up your heart. He wants to open up your heart. I don't know how you got here or how long you've been here or who bought you. But here's what I do know. There's a God in heaven that really loves you, really loves you. He wants to open your, your spiritual eyes. He wants to open your spiritual ears. He wants to open your spiritual heart. He wants what sounded and seemed weird and for some of you has that way for a long time. It's like, whoa, this, this makes sense. Wow, if there's a God in heaven who loves, I want to get to know Him. 
He really wants to get to know you as well. Thank you so much for joining us online today. Really great to have you with us. And special thanks to those also who give online. Your generosity is making the way for others to hear the message of Jesus, both here in Australia and around the world. If you enjoyed today's message, I'd love to encourage you to share this message with a friend, a workmate, a family member. And let's believe together that it will powerfully impact their life for good in Jesus' name. If you're unable to be with us at one of our church locations, uh, both here in Australia and around the world, please join us online every Sunday for Global Heart at Home on YouTube. God bless and have a great week.